Welcome back to another episode of the War Child Chronicles podcast. And I have a lovely host with me today, Miss Latoya Whitlock. Hey, girl. Hey. How are you? <laughs> and thank you so much for coming and being a guest. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yes, I'm excited to have you. Before we get started, I want you to tell my listeners exactly who you are and what you do and what you got in the pipeline. Okay, well, I'm Toy. Um, from Chicago, mother of four, and I, yeah, I'm actually doing a lot of things. Um, I'm a licensed realtor, property manager. I own a um, real estate firm. Um, more recently, though, I am certified as a life coach. I'm a women's life coach, and I just released a self love, self care journal for women. Uh, kind of a uh, a journal to go hand in hand with my life coaching business. So that's what I'm working on right now. Yes, I love it. So the life coach, like what? So I hear this a lot, right? Like I'm a life coach, I'm a certified life coach, but I never knew what that is. I'd be like, what that means? Okay, so we are pretty much coaches. When mm-hmm. you think basketball or football, we pretty much tell you the plays and how to make them. Um, I work with clients on, I guess, figuring out their career, career moves, um, how to stay on task, how to reach the target goals. Um, I'm working with a couple clients that are dealing with issues from childhood and trying to figure out like how to deal with them. We're not therapists, um, but we do kind of, we, we touch on, you know, some issues that, mm-hmm. you know, most therapists touch on as well. Um, so we just help people kind of figure their way out. That's what's up. I, I really never knew. I always felt like, am I going to ask somebody what that really means? But I guess this is the perfect time and place to, <laughs> to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. It's been, um, I've been really successful in it. It's something that I've been doing for, I want to say, maybe about 15 years. Just with, like, friends and family. Mm-hmm. Just people that I talk to. Uh, for some reason, people gravitate toward me and they listen to me. I tend to think, like, why? I don't listen to me. And you're like, oh, you listening. And what happened when you did it? Yeah, like, I don't know. But um, I've always also experienced a lot, like experienced a lot. And now I'm learning and figuring out that I actually went through those trials and tribulations. So I'll be able to kind of help people uh, figure their way as well. That's what's up. I think that is so cool. I don't have a patience for that type of um, industry or field, child. I've probably been, got beat up. They've been like, oh. <laughs> I but told you, you know, do that, um, don't do because you don't listen. Like, that's me. <laughs> and, and, I, and I do. I, I actually have a client right now that is, isn't listening. But, I mean, she she wants to, though. So mm-hmm. having the, the will is, is what's necessary, you know? We'll yes. get there. So yeah, we'll today, there. we are actually going to talk about self-care um, and what that means even outside of the pandemic. I, I'm not sure if you know this toy, but I know on my timeline, everybody's like, oh, that's self-care. Self-care because of the pandemic. And I'm like, you should have been doing that before the pandemic. And what made people think that during the pandemic was the only time they need self-care? Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's something that you should have been doing beforehand. Yeah. Uh, but I, I kind of feel like I agree with you as well. Why, why now? Yeah. Why now? I know that I'm a, um, I'm also a mom, a single, single mom. Like, I got a boyfriend, but I ain't married. So, no, no, but when we do the whole single mom, we may as well just super mom. Super mom. I like that. Yeah, because it's like we're doing everything because everything. we're a parent. So, we're yeah. super So I am a super mom. And one of the things that I do for self-care, and, and now my friends, who have, because I had my son first. I was like the first one out of my little crew to have a kid. And they was all like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? And so now that they're all having kids, they realize that like, 
every other weekend my son goes with his dad. That weekend that he's gone, I make sure I do everything I want to do for me. If that involves getting my hair done, getting my nails done, not doing anything, not leaving the bed, those things for me are self-care. That's my way to recharge and refill my cup so that I can pour back into my baby. And now I feel like they're like, oh, that's what you meant when you was like, I need a break. Well, yeah, I ain't saying I don't love my baby. I'm just saying I need a break. Like, and that's necessary. Mm-hmm. That's, that is so necessary. And I had one of those days yesterday. Um, my daughter's birthday was Friday and she had uh, people over. Well, we had people over. Um, and then that kind of trickled down into Saturday, which was Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had to go over again. Um, and then <laughs> Sunday, um, she's like, oh, can you take me over too? She wanted to go to my to my mom's house because they want to watch a movie again. I'm just like, you can go wherever you want, but I'm not taking you. Like, I'm not moving. Not I, I'm not moving. I ate and I watched TV and I literally forced myself to do nothing yeah. because that's necessary. I think that when we hear self-care, a lot of people automatically think like bubble baths and candles and self-care isn't the same for everyone. Mm -hmm. So what, as a life coach and as someone who has now published a self-care journal, what Mm -hmm. can self, how can self-care look for each individual person? Uh, You're right, it looks different for everybody, Mm -hmm. but self-care can mean well, self-care does mean doing whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. If it's coming into your living room and sitting on your couch and looking up in the sky, it's whatever makes you make you feel happy. Good. Then that's what you need yeah, to do. Yeah, it makes you feel good. Like I got to a point where I was just like, um, I'm gonna take myself on dates. Like I started taking myself out. Oh. I, like I would literally get up just in the middle of the day, Sunday morning. I would get up, uh, you know, get dressed, do my face, so my makeup looks cute, take the train into downtown with my laptop, well, with my iPad, and I would go and sit in Panera, get a cup of coffee, and read my books on my Kindle, and that was fun for me. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was relaxing. And then when I got done, if I wasn't ready to come home, I'd go, like, you know, go, go to Macy's or go to Sephora and get, like, a lip gloss, $10, $15. That's, I was happy. You know, yeah. I was doing something for me. I didn't have to worry about little kids saying, no, mommy, can we go here? I have to, it was just me. Or um, I feel like self-care is also taking time to reflect. Mm. You know, take time on, take, take time to reflect on what you did for the past five, six days that week. Yeah. What have I accomplished? What do I want to accomplish? Okay. Yeah. What bothered me? What didn't bother me? How could I, how could I prevent or hinder something so small or something so little from bothering me again. I feel like all of that is self-care. Like, we gotta take care of us. See, especially as mothers, Mm because we're not good. Nobody's good. Nobody's good. The house just, I feel like the house shut down. If I don't feel like, I'll be like, so we just not washing dishes, we not taking the trash, we not gonna, y'all not gonna do nothing because mommy don't, mommy not up delegating and telling y'all to do like, what the hell is going on in my house? Like, like, I don't know how old your kids are, but my my kids are like teenagers, my youngest is 15, and I'm still having to tell them like when to do stuff like that, take the car, just like y'all been doing this for 15 years. At least, oh no. Damn. I tell that to all the time. It gets worse. Damn. It does. It gets worse. People, you think, oh, my kids are older now. I don't have to worry about mm, Sorry. <laughs> it gets worse. He's 10, and I get mad. Like, bro, you see the trash is full. Why the hell are you still trying to put this big-ass box or whatever it is in the it, trash can? So now it's falling over. Take the trash out. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just take it out. Yeah. I don't. I don't, um, it took a long time for me as a mom to realize that I needed the self-care. Um, it didn't take me like 10 years to figure it out, but it did take me a while because I definitely was one of those moms that it took me a little while to let somebody watch. It took me a little while to like detach myself from him. It's okay to leave him with your mom. It's okay to leave him with his mom. Um, like it's okay. It's okay. you. You have help. Use your village, and I feel like mm-hmm. um, because I was like one of those first moms in my crew. Some of the girls that I was hang- I was hanging out with at the time just didn't get it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. bring the baby with you. Like, no, 
I don't want to bring him with me. I want to go. This ain't how that works. I want to go to the I club like everybody else. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, y'all having game night, and I'm the only one like, oh, okay, let me go check on my sleeping baby in the other room. And, like, I, I can't exactly. enjoy myself the way I want. And I think that as parents, some people don't understand. But I'm also noticing that there's a lot more talk on, um, like seasonal depression and self-care during those times that I feel like even 10 years ago was not, you know, even last year it wasn't talked about for real. Mm-hmm. So how well, are you? know what? Mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, there, there may be something called seasonal depression, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's, it's even more than just seasonal. I feel like it's, it's more frequent than that. I feel like it's sporadic depression mm-hmm. um i was one of those i was i was waiting for you to um finish your statement when you, you were talking about how long it took you to figure out that you needed self-care i applaud you because it took me 20 years wow yeah and my my son is 21 so it took wait a minute give us a bad son not until last year i'm sorry you got a 21 year old mm-hmm. i have a 21 year old son i have three dollar daughters 19 um 19 my daughter just turned 17 Friday and 15. Baby, um, I don't know who's watching on YouTube and who's listening, but <laughs> Toy looked 21 and she talking about some she got a 21 year old. Hey, yeah. okay, <laughs> Melanie. Okay. Thank you, thank you. But yes. it, it literally took 20, 20 years because mm-hmm. I didn't figure it out until last year. And I, don't, I, I feel like I just hit like a breaking point. I, honestly, I feel like probably had like a nervous breakdown. I don't know. I guess I gotta kind of look into like what that really means and what that consists of. But I feel like I had like a breaking point where I had just been going so hard for this period. Like last 2018, 2019, I had just been going so hard for my kids for like graduations, proms, and everything. I had two in 2018, two in 2019 graduation. So I was going hard on trying to make sure the kids were good, which is something that I've been doing since I was 16 when I had my son. Mm-hmm. So, oh, did I just tell my age? <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's what I've been doing. Like every decision that I made, you can probably attest as a mother, is about the kids. Like where we're going to live, where we're going to move, where I'm going to work, where shit I'm going to work, how I'm going to work, if I'm going to work, if I'm going to work. Another job. If right. I pick up a job, who's going to pick up the kid? Exactly. It's all, you know, what ship? What are we eating? Mm-hmm. You know, like oh. every decision that I made was literally about the kids. So I feel like last year, I kind of like, for real, hit like a breaking point. And I just was like, okay, no. What about me? Yeah. So that's when I figured out that I had to start taking care of myself and start doing more for myself. Yeah. It's like I, it, I was, you know, I had good jobs always had a good job. I had the money I was scared to spend. Like, I don't want to do this for myself because the kids might need this. I want to make sure to do it. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was making a lot of sacrifices, compromising a lot because of the kids. So I, I feel like, okay, I have two high school graduates, two kids in college at this point. I'm going to start doing some stuff for me. You have to. Yeah. You have to. It's just like, it's not, it's not even any other question after that. Um, I think I said it earlier and I was like, how can I pour into my son if my cup is empty? And I think that a lot of the time society thinks that we're just supposed to keep running and keep running and keep running. And it's just always supposed to be about the kids and you're always supposed to put them first and you're supposed to just come left. And now mm-hmm. I'm at the point where my son is 10 and I'm looking at him like, okay, look, you got to do some of this shit by yourself because I'm not, I can't help you. I'm not going to be here all the time to help you. I don't want to be here all the time to help exactly. you. I have to be able to trust that you're going to do what you need to do while I'm over here doing what I need to do at the same time. And that, time. Helps, them. that mm-hmm. helps when you teach them to be independent and self-sufficient. It helps them. Yeah. I know it scared me at first. Like, I don't want him to grow up too soon. Oh, I don't want him to, you know, I don't put that burden on him. He's a kid. He should stay a kid. And I'm like, I'm not going to be taking this trash out. I'm not going to be <laughs> cleaning up this house. I'm not going to be doing none of this stuff. Like, it's time for you to grow up a little bit. I'm not saying you got to be grown, but you have to mature. Yeah. And you got to do, and you have to understand. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he understands now even times I'm like, look, 
I'm gonna drop you off with your daddy because I need I need a break. Like, you gotta go. I need a break. Like I'm about to go crazy. The basketball schedules, the practices, the yeah. And then you know what too? Because because I heard you say you, you drop them off on the weekends or sometimes you go mm-hmm. to bed. What I've learned, I want to say like over the past year, I just want to close the door. Just leave me alone. Yeah. Just leave me alone. And, and if you explain it to him, just let him know. You know what? I need this time. Yeah. Just leave me alone. He got everything. Probably got the video games. He got food. You got just everything. I need a couple hours. Leave me alone. We have those times too. But he's also the only child and he's a mama's boy. Um, so he be like, <laughs> What you mean your door closed? Exactly. Like, what you talking about? Mom, come do this TikTok. I don't want to TikTok. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm still dealing with, and I have teenagers, and I can't close my door. I close my door, and everybody's walking in. What? The door closed. Knock on it. (laughs) They don't care. Yeah. (laughs) They don't care. I think that, um, one, I want to applaud you for just. I don't care if it takes 45 years for somebody to realize they ha- they need the self-care just to know that you need the self-care and you're doing it. I feel like that's enough in itself. Yeah, it was hard. Thank you. It was it was really hard, but I, I just, I don't know. I just got tired of like being super mom and super person because mm-hmm. I'm not, I wasn't just super mom. I was like super daughter, yeah. uh, like super friend. Uh, super co-worker. No, for real. I was just and not, not being able to call on those same people. Yeah, no, no. Not not to say that because I do have you know good friends who were mm-hmm. there to like listen to me to you know, listen to me cry like breaking down when I was going through. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have those friends, but I was just like, okay, there. I need to do. I need to go a step further than just calling that friend to cry and get it out and keep going. I need right. to take it a step further. It's like, okay, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna fix this? Or how am I gonna prevent my cup running over, like overflowing with with like the stresses of life? How am right. I gonna prevent that from happening again? So yeah, I, I really did hit like a breaking point last year and I didn't realize it until after it was over. Mm. Cool. That was like, like a transition for me. Yeah. It was. It was like a transitional uh, period for me. I'm a totally different person than I was last year at this time. Mm-hmm. So with you being a, a, a certified life coach now and then knowing the importance of self-care, how are you feeding that to like your friends, your family, your children? Um, definitely. Fe- well, you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's really funny when it comes to, like, if I talk about my kids and how I'm trying to teach them how not to have to go through what I went through, Mm -hmm. they don't hear it. It's because I'm their mom. Mm. Um, They don't even believe or they haven't wrapped their heads around the fact that people actually pay to listen to me talk. (laughs) 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 No, I'm so serious. It's just like, they're like, and I'm like, I'm giving you all the game for free and y'all won't even listen. So they're still, you know, trying to figure it out. I'm, I'm, I'm um, realizing more and more every day with like each child that they have and listening to me though, mm. right? Like in, they're indirectly feeding back to me stuff that I taught them. Um, so that's how I'm getting through to them. But when it comes to, um, to family and friends, like my mother, she completely stresses herself out. She panics a whole lot and she panics about stuff that she really can't even control or change. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you got to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> and not only for, for you, but for me, right? <laughs> for me, please. <laughs> Cause she don't I'm at work, mom. Mom. I thought it was just me. Child, my mama called me and then these people and this and I'd be like, Mom, they ain't have nothing to do with you. Why are you mad? Why are you mad? She'd be like, yeah. Because yeah. I'd be like, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, so I'll just have to like let her know. Sometimes she, in that moment she probably won't hear me. So mm-hmm. I have to just text her. 
text her what I want her to hear. And that's something too. Um, when people are like heated or, you know, in that moment in a panic, they're not going to hear what you're trying to say. They're just trying to figure out whatever the issue is. Mm-hmm. So I'll text it to her and let her know, you know, what I feel like she needs to do or how to calm down or how she might need to handle that. And she'll come back and tell me I'm right. Um, <laughs> She, she does. She's like, you, oh my God, I don't know what I'd do without you. Oh my God. But yeah, um, I just talk. I just try to, you know, bring people down or get them to see, you know, whatever their issue is. If it's something you can't control, please don't stress yourself out about yeah. that. Please don't do that. If this is something that you can't change, please don't. I think that's one thing that's like, I hate to say this like cliche ass thing, but it's like easier said than done. You know, it's like, don't stress yeah. over spilled milk. And it's like, but I spilt it. Like, <laughs> yes, it is. It is easier said than done though. Mm-hmm. Definitely is. But once you once you grasp it, and I'm, I'm like really spiritual, mm-hmm. very religious. So it's like, once you pray about it, let it go. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's the- Sometimes that's the only thing you can do is just pray on it and then see what happens. Mm-hmm. There ain't nothing mm-hmm. I can do. It's out of my control. So let's just see what happens. Yeah, and if you have like that, and then I don't want to get like too too religious, but if you have that faith in God, like if you have that relationship, mm-hmm. then you, you're able to trust whatever the outcome is regardless. So mm-hmm. just pray about it and let it go. Yeah. So let's talk about the journal. So what does the journal entail and how will it help people understand what they need to do for self-care? Well, the journal is, I don't want to call it like a step-by-step guide to self-love and self-care. It basically spells out one, two, three, A to Z, everything that I've been discussing about um, how to identify when you're having a problem. How, how do I identify when you're not okay and what to do to get back to that okay point or how to not allow certain things or certain people to, to take you into that dark place. If you are already in that dark place, how to pull yourself out of that dark place, how to check in with yourself. There's actually a, um, a little space inside the journal that allows you to journal, mm-hmm. um, you know, check in with yourself. How are you feeling today? Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling? Yeah. How are you feeling yesterday? Um, so that's what the journal is for. It actually was after I launched the the life coaching business and the website, and you know I had some clients, and um, I was getting a lot of good feedback. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, you are so helpful. I've learned so much just from this first session. Just from this third session, I'm learning so much from you. You should write a book. And I was like, you know what? I should. <laughs> That's exactly how it happened. I was like, you know what? my pen. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it was meant to be more of like a takeaway mm-hmm. and a takeaway from the life coaching sessions. They're supposed to go hand in hand. It's like, this is what, I, you know, we talked about in my session today. Okay. So this journal is going to help me to kind of, it's going to piggyback off of that and also help me keep tabs on myself. That's what the journal was initially for. Okay. Uh, but as I started to write it, I was like, no, you know what? This could benefit more than just my clients. So maybe I should just open it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's what the, the journal was for. And I've gotten so, so much good feedback from uh, young women, older women, like older women that are just like really excited about it. Call me asking questions. That's, I know they like read the whole book because mm-hmm. they're asking questions about different parts of the book. Um, like, so yeah, page seventeen, chapter three, go down to yeah, the second no. paragraph. You're like, wait a minute, I don't have the book. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Because she was like, and when you said um, this and that, and what did you mean? I was like, um. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm like, it's so much in the book. So mm-hmm. for her to have it in front of her and she's, you know, pinpointing what she wants me to elaborate on, I'm like, God. Um, 
okay, but then it popped in, you know, a light bulb came on and I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is what I meant by that. Right. Um, so yeah, they're, they're really taking it seriously and it's helping a lot of people, so I'm happy about that. That's good. I mean, you obviously wrote it for them to take it, take, take it seriously. You just didn't think they was going to be calling at 3 o'clock in the morning like, hey, um, you asleep. <laughs> I really didn't. No, I really didn't. I really didn't expect to receive uh, the response that I received. I was hoping I would, but I didn't expect it. I really didn't. Right. And I didn't expect to receive uh, such positive feedback, you know, on the, you know, the first go round. Um, and they're asking about a second one. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, I'm still and trying to read that on the first one. Right. Yeah. So it's exciting. That's good. I love to hear stuff like that. Um, anytime anybody like somebody told me to write a book and I just sat down and I, and I started writing and I'd be like, girl, I barely can get my Instagram post together and y'all out here giving me whole ways to like improve my life. And I'd be like, Okay, she said on page three, I gotta do this. Okay, <laughs> well, I gotta you do You having trouble with captions? I had trouble with captions too. Girl, I be calling my son. Like, um, what was the one lyric in that one song <laughs> with the one dude with the tattoo on his forehead? He be like, I used to do that. <laughs> I used to do that. <laughs> Are you that? Yes, I be trying to not make myself like. Obviously, I'm I'm a young younger mom. So I'm mm -hmm. trying not to make myself seem like I'm just out here just so old, but I really don't know who these people are and what's going on. And then what scares me a lot of the times too is a lot of rappers and stuff that my son listens to a lot of the time. I feel like I'm going back and having to talk to him after he after I listen to some of the songs. I'm like, wait a minute, we need to talk. Like, mm -hmm. I need you to mm -hmm. understand that like this is a normal behavior. He's actually crying out for help. Did you hear what this part of the song mm -hmm. said? Which is really important. Yeah. Yeah. Really important. You know it's, what? I'm sorry, go ahead. It's just something I wish that someone would have done with me at his age. Like mm -hmm. when I go back and listen to the songs that I was listening to when I was a kid, first of all, I shouldn't have been listening to them. Second of all, somebody should have been talking to me about these songs. Somebody should have been like, hey, let me talk to you and talk about what this song actually meant and what they meant by it instead of just letting us mm -hmm. sing, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that, but to be honest, and, and I'm someone that grew up listening to Snoop Dogg mm -hmm. and NWA. Um, yeah, and um, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony. So I feel like, and none of that music affected me. None of that music mm -hmm. wanted me to, wanted, uh, made me want to go out and do any of the stuff that they were talking about or rapping about. It didn't. Mm -hmm. I feel like it it starts at home. Yeah. Like he he's he's a part of you. If you're you're instilling, you know, the values and the morals and the right knowing the right mm -hmm. wrong, they're gonna do, you know, what they know is right. Yeah. I, I not to not to say that society in the music doesn't have the effect on children and us raising our kids because it does. Because I've had this conversation several times that we're up against society. We're not raising our kids alone. Society yeah. and social media has so much of an influence on them. Um, but I still feel like he is a part of you and he's going to still only reflect what he was taught at home, like mm -hmm. how he was brought up. Because it, it didn't affect me how it could have or should have. And I was listening to it, still listen to it. Back, I don't agree with it. I yeah, some stuff too, and I'd be going back. I'd be like, "Why was I listening to this at night? I shouldn't have been listening to this." But like you said, it really didn't affect me because one, I do as strict as my mama was, and as much as I wanted to rebel, child, <laughs> I couldn't. I wanted to rebel so bad. I didn't rebel until college. That's when I rebelled because she wasn't there to be like, "And hey, you know, you ain't supposed to be doing that." And you know you shouldn't be. So I, that's when I rebelled. That's when I was like, oh, I'm about to wear this dress that they don't barely <laughs> show my butt. I'm about to, I was acting a fool, but I also felt like, I feel like the conversations that I have with him about the music he listens to and some of the stuff that they say leaves the door open for him to be able to come and talk to me about other things that may be unrelated. Because I do feel like they're, I mean, I'm 31. I still do not talk to my mom about certain stuff. I'd be like, uh-uh, no way, <laughs> baby. Oh, uh, uh, baby. No, I'm 31. <laughs> I'm 31. And I, my mom will bring up certain stuff, and I will let her talk, and I will not say nothing. 
And she'd be like, well, what's your, Mm-mm. nope, we not, I'm not, I'm not talking to you about that. Like, but with yeah. my son, he, even at 10, he knows like, I can talk to him about anything. He'll come to me like, mommy, I have a question. One of my friends is going through this and you know, this happened and that happened. I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about it. Let me get my coffee. Let me get my wine. Sometimes some conversations be wine conversations. I'll be like, who child? Like, <laughs> but I want to always be able for him to at least have someone he feels he can trust that he can talk to. I know that it's not going to be all the time. I know when he gets older, he's going to be like, I'm not talking to her about this the same way I am with my mom. But I want the door to be there. I don't want him to ever be like, well, the door wasn't open for me to come and talk to you. you yeah, know? that's important. That's yeah. important um, to make sure that they feel like they're able to have certain conversations with you as a mom. And then also, I am a big fan of like counseling yes. um, for kids because growing up it was you know frowned upon you know for me it's like i don't know you crazy no you crazy if you get if you speak to a therapist or if you have a counselor no you crazy if you don't um yeah that's that's seriously how i feel that like you don't have to you know necessarily be depressed you don't have mm-hmm. to be going crazy or losing your mind or you don't have you can just be you know what I'm, I just got a lot going on. I'm overwhelmed. I need somebody to talk to, vent to. And that's it. That's you it. You don't understand it. I know I'll never forget. I will never forget. My son was in kindergarten. It was his first time like in a real, like big boy school. And he was acting a dog on food. Like I ain't <laughs> teach him nothing. He, I mean, cut up calling me every day because he didn't did something. And I literally was like, what did I do wrong? Because like I did everything I was supposed to do and I had to take a moment you know pull out those cards that they give you at work the EAP cards and all that stuff and I called in and I had to talk to somebody because I'm like Mm -hmm. I know doggone I can't be going this crazy like Mm -hmm. what is going but that was the best thing I could have did for me and him because one yep. time he down because if I'm telling you, don't you go to school hollering, yelling, and acting a fool at the teachers, but I'm hollering, yelling, and acting a fool with you, how, what am I really showing you? Mm-hmm. And I didn't really get that until I went to counseling. I'm like, oh, okay, you angry, so he angry. And so now you need to figure out why you angry. Mm-hmm. So, He's giving you, give him. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned EAP. You know, there's so many people that work for companies that offer, you know, the EAP program, mm-hmm. the employee assistance program, and don't know how beneficial it is. And it's cheap. It, Sometimes first, free. first you get the first five of everything. Right. It's free. It's <laughs> free. And then after that yeah. five, it's still cheap. I was like, $12. That's it? $12 yeah. per session? Like, okay. You get your first five, like, you get your first five sessions, whether it's individual free, then you can get five family free, then your son could get five free. This yep. is like, <laughs> so yeah, then they help you find the therapist for you. Yeah. Uh, help you find one, they help you book the appointment and schedule the appointment and everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so beneficial and it's so easy to reach out and get that help. And a lot of people don't know about that. And that's something else that I try to, you know, explain to my clients and other individuals that I talk to. Utilize those, use your resources. Yeah. Use your resources. Um, So yeah, I have a counselor. My kids have counselors because like I was saying earlier, I don't want them to, to grow up or to feel how, I guess it was always uh, introduced or spoken about in my house growing Mm -hmm. up like no don't do that i'm letting my kids know oh if you want to talk to me talk to somebody I don't, it's okay if you don't want to talk that's talk nice. to somebody though because i'd rather for that to happen than for them to be like holding stuff in and then they explode and that's why you know it's so much going on with teenagers right now it really is so they don't have that outlet and they need it they need it and they need to understand too like it's a different world than when we were kids and when we were younger and the generation before us and the generation before then like Oh, we didn't have school shootings and we had bullying and then, yeah, but y'all had a high suicide rate and y'all had high other rates. Like it's other stuff going on and the technology is different. So the access to things are different. And so now there's a different conversation that's there. 
And mm-hmm. I think to me, that's what's important about making sure that our kids, even if they're not listening or pretending not to listen, about taking care of self first. Like, you need to talk to somebody. You need time by yourself, that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. I allow my son to be, you can be upset. That's okay, you can be upset. And you can come talk to me when you're no longer upset. I'm gonna allow you to have that time. Yeah. And totally. a lot of times, and I don't want to speak for like the black community, but I know in my family, you couldn't be upset. You upset, you got an attitude. Who you got an attitude with? You too young, have an attitude, and all this other <laughs> dumb stuff they would say. And I'd be like, but you made me mad. And I'm mad. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it was, it was fix your face in my house. Woo. Yeah. Fix your face, <laughs> you talk to, fix your lips, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. And I would be like, but you said something that I didn't like, and so I'm upset, and I should have the right to be mm-hmm. upset about it. Yeah, and and the right to express yourself. That's one thing too. We weren't allowed to like express ourselves because we were you a kid, you a kid, you a kid. That's disrespectful. You should yeah. be seen and not heard. I told you because I said what I said because I said so. Be like that don't make exactly. sense to me. Complete opposite. Like I don't want my kids to feel like they can't express themselves. Mm-hmm. So I told them you can say whatever you want to say as long as you're respectful. Yeah. I want to know how you feel, but as long as you're respectful. As long you as you're respectful. My son came straight to me. He was like, "You never asked me what happened in school. You only believe the teacher." And I was like, "Oh." He was like. Sometimes they're not telling you the whole story. They only tell you this portion of the story and it looked like I was in the wrong, but I did this because this happened. So I mm-hmm. had to take a step back and be like, they be like, well, he did this. I'm like, no, you know, tell me what happened. Let, mm-hmm. I need him to tell me what happened because I need to hear the whole entire story. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I started realizing what he was saying. Like teachers mm-hmm. were leaving portions of the story out. What did, y'all, what did you do? Mm-hmm. Because you know what too? As my, and this is what I tell, I used to tell my son all the time because I used to get calls about him every day, every day. <laughs> I would think it was something wrong if I didn't get a call. Yeah. Like seriously, I would get a call every day. But what I, like I used to, I tell, told him, I to tell his teachers as well, I know my child, mm-hmm. right? So you can't tell me about something that he did and I know that's not him. Mm-hmm. Now some of the stuff they would tell me, he, you did that, you like did that, that. I know yep. that. <laughs> sometimes they come with some stuff, like, he didn't do that. Yeah. No, he didn't do that. Definitely. That definitely used to be us, the the conversations, I used to look at him side-eyed and I'd be like, man, he did that, but it was, at, like something happened before he did that. Mm-hmm. This don't make, he didn't just do it for no reason, like something mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I'm at the point where I'd be like, mm, if I get a phone call from the teacher, I'd be confused. Like, who? What happened? He did what? They'd be like, well, this is what happened, and this is what he did because that happened. I'm like, okay, well, I'll okay. take other yeah. steps to take instead of that step, but mm-hmm. okay. Give cool. me some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was so nice to talk to you, and fun. this was so fun. I want you to tell the listeners where they can get your journal and how they can reach you if they're looking for a life coach. Okay, well, uh, the journal is on Amazon. It's Your Best You with Toy by Toy Whitlock, T-O-Y-W-H-I-T-L-O-C-K. Um, and it, we have the Kindle version as well as the paperback. And um, you can contact me for my life coaching services, uh, phone number 312-684-2895, as well as on my website, be your best you, uh, com, And... Um, I'm excited. Hopefully, I have the opportunity to uh, speak with you, Cubana Kiss, again, and hopefully, um, I'll be inviting you <laughs> to my podcast <laughs> next year. Absolutely. <laughs> so, for those who are listening on any podcast streaming service, if you click the description box about the episode, Miss Toy's information will be down below so that you can reach her if you are needing her services. If you're watching this on YouTube, just look down in the description box. It's there. So, we'll be right back after this. Woo-chow! It ain't nothing like a good online boutique. And I'm gonna give y'all a little secret. One of the best ones out there is a Leah Rose Boutique. Look, go to aaliyahroseboutique.com, child. I'm gonna tell you why. She got everything. She got shades, earrings, lip gloss, t-shirt, dresses, biker shorts. Baby, she got it all. Look, I'm the shade queen, honey. And sometimes I gotta switch out these prescription glasses and put on my shades 
so I can catch all the shade that might be thrown at me. And then I also make sure I wear my rose hip oil from Aaliyah Rose Boutique. Has my lips feeling smooth, soft, and kissable, okay? Look, go ahead and check out this boutique. Baby, I promise you won't be disappointed. Make sure you tell them, Cubana sent you, mwah. After a long, busy, tiring workday, there's nothing more important to me than taking a long, hot bath. Accompanied with my Green Garden Source vegan, handmade, natural skincare and energy care products. One of my favorites, actually, to have in my bath with my bubbles is my Pink Coconut Bath Bomb by Green Garden Source. I just love how it makes my bathroom smell and feel like an island oasis. It makes me really feel like I'm on vacation. I love it. But then when I get out, there is nothing like lathering up with this bomb pineapple shea butter. You want to feel like you're in an island oasis? Go ahead and check out Green Garden Source on Instagram or on Facebook. You can also get their products at Etsy.com. Just search Green Garden Source. Make sure you tell them Cubana sent you. Hey y'all, so before we get into those hot topics, y'all already know, we gotta talk about what's in Cubana Kisses mug, okay? If you want this mug or any other merch of mine, make sure you check out the link down below so you can get you a cup, a hoodie, a t-shirt, a long sleeve, a race of that, okay? We got options, they all for you. So let's get into it. What's in my mug? Actually, I'm recording in the morning right now, guys. I'm drinking a mimosa, okay? So I got my Andre Champagne with my Aldi brand, okay? My Aldi brand orange juice, and it's just what it is. Simple, sweet, and to the point. So before I smash this breakfast brunch, I gotta definitely have me a drink. What's up, y'all? Thank y'all so much for tuning in, and thank you, Miss Toy, for coming through and being a co-host on this week's episode of the Who Child Chronicles podcast. It was definitely dope talking to you about self-care and how that's different for each person. So make sure y'all check her out, right? So, let's get to these hot topics, okay? Listen, we had a lot of shit that happened this week. Um, I tried my hardest to hold out on recording and see who our next president was gonna be. So, we gonna get into it. But first, I do wanna offer my respects, my condolences to King Bond's family. King Bond is a Chicago-based rapper who was killed over the weekend um, in a shooting in Atlanta. I do want to dispel some rumors. It was rumored that the police shot him. The police did not shoot him. Um, the police were involved in a part of the shootout. It is stated that King Bond was unarmed. Um, I feel like we are losing our rappers here in the city of Chicago way too early in their lives and in their careers. Um, I believe King Von was only like 25 or 26 years old, a baby in my eyes, still very much so young, still very much so a lot of life to live. So my condolences to the family and I pray that they get some type of justice um, in this, this tragedy. As y'all know, during quarantine, we all been watching the versus battles. Like they kind of helped us get through the beginning part of the quarantine and it's something now that we all look forward to. So. Fret not, they ain't stop. Okay, bars. Um, Swiss Beat says that the next versus battle is gonna be between Outcast and a tribe called Quest. Now it's pending, but that's what we want. I'm gonna tell you this right now. The old school hip hop girl in me, I just can't, I don't understand. I'm excited, I'm geeked, okay? I have no words, let's go. I don't know who I got in this one. I love me a tribe called Quest but I love me some outcasts, okay? So this is gonna be interesting and fun. I hope this can go through because I would definitely love to see that, okay? So y'all remember on the last episode, I told y'all that Yaya Mayweather and NBA Youngboy were expecting a baby. Um, Mayweather himself had dispelled all the rumors and came out and said pretty much that it was true. He was excited about being a grandfather and you know, he just wants Yaya happy. So they have revealed the gender of their baby and it is stated that they're having brrr, 
baby blue baby shower um, gender reveal all in one. And they reveal they are expecting a boy. Um, the name has not yet to be revealed. But I'm going to tell you this much. Yaya Mayweather is slaying this pregnancy. Okay? So, all I can say is congratulations and good luck in parenthood. Because, baby, this, that's your war. <laughs> it's war. That's what they don't tell you. This your war. Okay. Okay, we got a, some, some deep shit real quick. So, YNW Melly, which I always mess up this boy name. Um, YNW Melly, it's being reported that he confessed to murder on two of his friends. First of all, how do your friends if you killed them? You killed them. Then, are they even your friends? Keep your friends close and your enemies closer? I feel like now that we, it's a blurred line between friends and enemies, like, Okay, so, um, according to Hot 97, I'm going, okay, so according to Hot 97, the Brown Report system is reportedly doing an audio recording of YNW Melly confessing to the double murder of his two friends, Christopher YNW Julie Thomas Jr. and Anthony YNW Sack Chaser Williams. So, he's only 21 years old. Um... He been in jail for the last two years because he's accused. He was accused of staging a drive-by shooting and killing his two friends, Julie and Sack Chaser. Yeah, they saying that he drove around with the bodies in the car before bringing them to the hospital. This shit crazy. Yeah, that's kind of like weird and fucked up on so many levels. Javante Davis um, reportedly accused of a hit and run, y'all. Yes, honey. They are saying that he ran a red light in his Lamborghini Urus um, and hit another car and then kept going. So as of right now, it's reportedly because they can't, they haven't been able to prove that it was him driving the car or whatever. But it ain't looking good for you, bruh. Okay, like it ain't that many Lamborghini Urus is running around. I don't know. Huh. Safari had to apologize to Erica Mina. After making a dumbass, Im immature ass post on his Instagram that read, um, ended 2020 as a bachelor. And uh, he in the picture, <laughs> he tagged divorce court. Now that that happened, you know, that happened, and I think that was super fucking immature because like Safari needs to do better in his like, he's just a fucking lame to me. And now he's like, oh, I want my family back. And I'm sorry, I shouldn't disrespect my wife like that. Yeah, a duh. Like, duh, bruh, duh. I don't, he just get on my nerves. Like, I be ready to low-key want to fight him. But neither here nor there. You know, this week, the baby lost his brother to suicide. Um, and I send my condolences because I feel like a lot of the times, we don't listen to people when they speak to us. Um, when people say like, I feel like y'all don't love me or, you know, I just wish all of this was over or they just change their habits in general, start giving away a lot of their stuff. But I feel like we need to pay more attention to what's going on. His brother was definitely struggling. This is what he's requesting of his people. This is the message he left for his, you know, for those who, who may not have understood what was going on. Good morning. Check on your people. Somebody probably wants you to call and say, what's up, bro? You straight? Do that. He said, death don't faze me at all. Watching my family suffer does. God watch over my family. My mama, my nieces, my nephews, they mama and my brother. Don't worry about me. Take whatever you was going to do for me and pour it into them. And keep me cool. God, you know, the world don't. Amen. So he he penned this message to his brother. Um, I cannot even imagine what he is going through, but I definitely send my condolences and my prayers so that they can have some type of peace um, with, this, with this death, this tragic death that has hit their family. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into this political news, okay? This is what we're going to end with. I do want to start with this. 
people are trying to give Eminem props um, in helping Joe Biden win Michigan. Um, <laughs> so I'm not sure if he can get all of the props. I think Michigan has suffered a lot with COVID, with Flint not having water, with their governor being threatened to be kidnapped. It's just a lot that they was just fucking tired of. And I think Eminem was like the cherry on top. That's what I'm gonna say about that. I do wanna give all props and kudos to Stacey Abrams. Um, I've been watching Stacey Abrams actually since she was on the short list to be Joe Biden's vice president. He ended up going with Kamala, which was a great decision as well. Um, however, Stacey Abrams been hitting the ground running since she lost her governor race in Georgia. She registered over 800,000 people to vote. New Democratic Democrats to vote. So I do want to give props to her because I think without her single-handedly, they probably would have lost Georgia in my personal opinion, but it is what it is. However, we do have a new president-elect, Mr. Joe Biden. We got the orange one up out of there. And I'm not saying Joe Biden is gonna, no, Joe Biden is gonna be better. I, it's just, that's what, I'm not gonna even front. So we do have Joe Biden as our president of the United States starting January 5th, I believe, is when the inauguration is. I'm super excited about this situation. Um, I'm not gonna even front having you all go out and vote and being so involved in the voting process, getting people to vote, telling your people they need to vote. Um, I am very happy. I know here in Illinois, we had some things that didn't go through that we low-key needed to go through. Um, and I think that people just really misunderstood their ballots, which speaks values. So, with that being said, make sure you tune in to the next episode of the Woo Child Chronicles podcast. I will have with me the CEO and founder of Shop Mugs Addicts. I can't wait to have her on. She's dope, funny, and she got some dope-ass, funny-ass mugs for us to back too, okay? So, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit like, hit that notification bell, and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss nothing that's coming from me, child. And if you are listening on all your podcast listening sites, make sure you leave a review, okay? That's how I get noticed. Make sure you follow your girl on all social media, um, just social media child at Cubana Kiss on Earth thing. I'll see y'all next week. Mwah.